You're listening to RTI Audio, powered by Rocky Top Insider. This is Pancakes and Bacon with VFL, Tyler Kerbison, and Reed Bacon. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Pancakes and Bacon. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kerbison, joined with Reed Bacon. Got another great one today. Uh, we're talking about Jonathan Eccles, big uh, four-star recruit in that 2024 class, breaking down his film, letting you know what we think. Uh, but before we get into any of that, if you guys are watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a comment. We absolutely love the comments. If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download, and follow us on all those platforms you might be listening. Um, also, follow us on social media, uh, at Pancakes and Bacon on Twitter for our main account, at rbacon26 to read, at Kyler Kerbison for myself on all social media platforms. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys, and let's jump into this great podcast. All right, welcome in, everybody. Uh, I got another great podcast, and uh, today we are talking about one individual person. I think you guys truly enjoy the film breakdown we do for our commits. So we're talking about uh, Jonathan Eccles first before we get into that. Reed, how are we doing, bud? Tyler, I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Had a great so, weekend. Ready to talk foosball with you. Yeah, I had a great weekend too, and we will save it for another time. But I had a uh, had a little uh, flat tire story, which will be entertaining for the podcast at some point. But we'll we'll save it. But yeah, we'll it was a, it, it was a great it was a great weekend. So just hung out with uh, Megan, and uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, we don't want these oh. uh, individual oh, ones to go over very long, but yeah. And I will say, I I did go to the – she wanted to go to the South Carolina basketball game, so I was like, all right, we can go. Dude, this is the only thing I'll say about that game. South Carolina is awful. That is one of the worst (laughs) – that's one of the worst college basketball teams I've ever sat and watched. It's bad. I mean, when when we perform like that versus them, the most inconsistent team in the country right now, that's – I also had South Carolina catching twenty three and a half. Okay, back. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put much on it, but I figured it'd be funny. And I was like, "Dude, twenty three and a half is a lot." Well, about thirty seconds into the game, I was like, "I saw them have three possessions." I was like, "All right, well, that's a loser." Well, this is gonna be fun. All right, Jonathan Eccles, um, blue chip. You know, I know. I know Four some star. places had. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I know some places. Maybe he said he's a five-star. Maybe he gains another five-star or he made another star to go five. But right now he is a four-star. Um, he's an IMG. So we all know IMG is uh, the studs of the studs. Um, and anybody that is at IMG that is – Transfer down there because he was doing too much at his previous school. Right, right. Yeah, and anybody that's at IMG that's 6'4", 230, I mean, Tennessee, Bama – Arkansas, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, LSU, Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oregon, oh, Penn yeah. State, Texas, Texas A&M, everybody. Everybody, everybody and their mother wants him. Um, so I will say that uh, I started off by watching him in his sophomore season because that's what's on his huddle. Yep. And when you watch that, it really is a – 
blue chip, this guy's just the best player on the field. And what's funny and even scary is he's a sophomore. So it looks like, you know. He was that whole team. Yeah, and it's like when you see a guy like that, a lot of times, even if they are a blue chip future five-star, it's probably, I mean, sometimes it's sophomore year, but a lot of times it's junior and senior year. But, I mean, this guy was out here running like a grown man at, I mean, 16 years old maybe, you know, as like a sophomore. And what was so impressive is that, you know, um, offense, so whether they had him lining up and he was blocking and he was a very willing blocker, which will tie oh, yeah. us into something uh, as a tie. That's, that's what I wrote down. I was like, "Your his blocking told, told me all I needed to know about, like, his mindset. Right, what type of guy he is. Yeah, what yeah. type of guy, what type of football yeah. player are you? You show me your blocking tape, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Unselfish, you know, wants to win. Exactly. Um, help the team. Also, not bigger than the team. Also physical. has that uh, has that dog in him. Like has yeah has that dog in him where he's like, I don't give a shit who you are. Like I'm trying to run you over. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is, I mean, I absolutely love. Yeah, paramount, paramount. Sometimes in football, man, you got to have some of that yeah. in you. But so you know, like I was saying, they they give him snaps at at, at, at uh, quarterback. He outruns everybody. He's playing defense in and looking like, you know, a you know a baby, you know, Von Miller out there, you know, just absolutely wrecking people, coming off the edge, using his speed, setting the edge, good physicality, good open field tackling. Um, you know, then he had a nice interception, and then they put him at, um, you know, he was on kickoff. It's like, I mean, this guy, I don't care if he is a sophomore, that guy in high school football coming down on kickoff is a massive problem, massive yeah. problem. He's huge. Um, yeah, and you, yeah, and, and even how how big he is and, like, how long he looks, uh, he, he runs fluid. Like, he, he doesn't look like yeah, something. He is a long there. strider, though. Like, he yeah. really, like, those legs start, whew, whew, like, it was, it was, there's a few guys that I've seen do that where it almost looks like they're running slow. But they're not. They're moving. Like, you could tell on the kickoff, he's moving. Or just some of those where they put him at quarterback, dude is dude is hauling and moving. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, like I said, as blue chip as blue chip gets, I mean, younger, but he's bigger than everybody, faster, stronger, more physical fit. We did see him. I did walk by him. I did a, uh, I did a rebake and walk by uh, at the Florida game. So he wasn't in a practice we went to, but he was at the Florida game on the sideline. We were there and he's a, he's a very good sized kid. And that was, that that was in the middle of his junior year. So he was already bigger than some of the guys who were there, um, that are on campus now. And so good, so good sized kid looks mature, but, uh, going to the IMG tapes so we could find some IMG stuff of him on YouTube because he didn't have it on his huddle. But, and I don't know if it's him, if it's uh, a coach or a mentor or a family member or whatever that said, hey, you need to go play tight end. Maybe he likes tight end the most. You know what I mean? And and it's it, it's funny. Like, I, sometimes I sit and think, I'm like, huh, if I'm 6'4", 230, am I, am I, you know, am I trying to play tight, a tight end? Am I trying to play defense end? Am I trying to play linebacker? Am I trying to play quarterback? You know, so it's like he kind of has all the options. So I don't know why, but he chose tight end. In the few clips that I saw of him at IMG, it is scary what he could do in a Josh Heupel offense. I I think like Heupel looks at this kid and is like, and 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 forgive me, people. I have not gone back to look to see what other tight ends maybe Hypes had at his time in yeah. Oklahoma, Missouri, UCF. 
but if he has a guy like this controlling the middle of the field, oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, look out, look out. Can you imagine? And no, no offense to to Jacob Bourne or Princeton Fant that 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 played this year, but can you imagine if we were lining up this year and we have a guy like this in the middle of the field, and then you put you know Cedric on one side and and Jalen on another side, and then Bruce in the other slot? Yeah, I mean. Who who where's their nickel gonna go or is there gonna be a linebacker like it's just and and I thought it looked very natural for him IMG you know they ran some boots with him he'd catch it turn up field uh, a couple times he had a little like Travis Kelsey looking routes where you know where he kind of goes just turns around and I I liked how he snapped snapped that head around snapped those hands around caught it uh, and then he had the ones where he took the seam off and just ran right by people so yeah um, I think. It, I- the one thing about him, though, is like I watched his sophomore tape, and like you said, he plays every position. And I watched that first. Then I watched the IMG and the tight end. I realized that he went to IMG and predominantly stayed at tight end before I watched the film. And still, like, my thought process is like his ceiling is so much higher on defense. In my yeah, eyes, yeah. Okay. Okay. his ceiling is – I mean, the things he was doing on the defense, the fact that they were like, hey, bump back and go into coverage, and he got a freaking interception. Like, right. the, the the setting the edge, like you said, the, the moves he was putting on tackles, like his ability and angles and pursuit, and then on the other side just like seeing like, okay, that was an okay route, like – good job you caught that ball with no one around you or like hey you got a five or six yards but you didn't get much and I'm just like are you wasting your potential at a tight end position especially when like I would definitely say his strength isn't like his route running and ability to get open and all that stuff like I think he is very athletic and if he's in open space he can get speed going. He can do something. Um, but he's not like cutting really tough and making guys miss and making guys fall over. And IMG ran the ball a lot too. So like he didn't even get to experience a lot of the passing game, which is part of it. But like, dude, I it, like I just feel like this he would be more of a problem at a defensive end than he would at a tight end. Not to say that, you know, Heupel and what he can do with him is not going to be an issue for defenses because I understand that, like, Heupel's brain is so advanced and, like, creating opportunities for these guys. But I don't are you, know, are, man. Are like, you, if I was if I was someone with him, like, after his sophomore year, I would have said stay at D-end. So are you saying that because of – the uh, the importance of a DN compared to a tight end, or are you saying that literally because of him watching? I'm saying because of his skill set specifically. Yes, yeah, specifically. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. like I would rather have a defensive end over a tight end. Any, yeah, like, I'm argument. not saying it like that. I'm just yeah, saying like yeah. for him, if I was in his camp after his sophomore year, and he's like, "Listen, I'm this entire team. I, there's no one else here to support me. We probably they probably lost a good amount of their games because he's the only one." He's like, but I can transfer to IMG and get all the eyes on me and get even higher recruited. And his thought was like, I'm going to be a tight end. 
Like, I, I mean, just watching the film back, it's like, dude, what you're able to do on defense is – like, I know offense is fun, and, and when you get the ball, it's very fun, but, like, tight end is – you get the ball the least as a tight end. So, I I don't know. Like, I, I just – I, I dude, feel I, like – I have two things. First off, you didn't have to throw stray at his other his other high school. They could be decent. They could be okay. I mean, listen, just because he listen, just if he, one listen, if one dude is throwing your touchdowns, catching your touchdowns, running for your touchdowns, making your tackles, making your interceptions, making your fumbles, you're not a very good team. I don't know about that. I will. I will. I will check their. I will <laughs> check and see if they're any good because he could just be that good. I mean, I've been on teams where we were a good team, but then there's a guy who's just that great, but. Here's the thing. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, and like I said, being that body type when when I'm yeah. you know running the when I'm running the neighborhood or doing a cardio and I'm having fantasy land in my brain, I'm like, all right, read, read bacon, six three, two fifty. Yeah. You know, what 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 am I playing? What am I playing? You know, really am I putting on the red me. gloves and being Keith Bullock today? Am I am I am I strapping up? Am I am I am I Getting the armbands on them on Cortland Finnegan, like what, like wh- which way am I going? Yeah, so it's like, you know, I I really think it's it's a it's a preference, and 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 I hear you, and I get what you're saying. Um, but for me, if if his passion maybe is tight end, if he if he loves it, that's what he wants to do, and that's what he feels. And the other thing is too, you're sitting there saying he can make more of a difference. Well, like I, I mean. If you go look at, at Georgia this year, they're the national champs. Their best player on their team's a tight end. So That's it's true. like you made a comment that says tight ends are going to get the ball last. That ain't true, brother. Brother, like if you if you're a, Travis Kelsey doesn't get the ball last. Like Brock Bowers did not get the ball last. And I know I'm throwing out greats. I mean, you could say George Kittle is first or second in the NFL, and he doesn't get it a ton. Mm. And that's because of how. So I, I get there's arguments to be made on both sides. But like if that's where his passion is and that's what he likes it, like. You know, go, go go do it. So um, I I hear you. I respect your opinion that you watch it and you think that you might he might be better fit for there. My thing is is I'm not even gonna worry about it because he is at IMG and he is playing tight end. So it looks like to me he's gonna be playing tight end. So I'm yeah. thinking about him at the University of Tennessee as a tight end. And I think with how good he is and with how much our tight ends do play, mm-hmm. think about it. Hey, we had Princeton Fant in there at our slot. With a lot of attempted passes to him, if you give Jonathan Eccles that many attempts, it's we, it's going to it's going to be scary what he can do because he is so much more gifted than the guys that are on the field. Also, now. the the changeup we had with Princeton fan where we put him in different positions and get him the ball in different ways, and like that's literally what Jonathan did his sophomore year. Like, right? They drew up ways to get him the ball, whether he was throwing it or running it himself. And it's like hell, put him at quarterback like like you did with Fant and have him run the ball, like he's used to it. Exactly. Exactly. Just take, just, just for the sense of this video, take Jonathan Eccles and put him on. Now, obviously you, I mean, he's going to improve. He's got another senior year. He's got a senior year to go in yeah. high school and then he's got to get on campus. So he's going to improve tremendously um, as he matures and plays the game and practices and puts more and more hours in. But just think about if you have him compared to Prince and Fant at a running back and an H back as a slot receiver at all those positions, throwing passes. I mean, it, it, I mean, you might forget that you mentioned that you wanted him a defense end for a hot minute. <laughs> so, I mean, 
I, no, I, I think just watch. So, you know, in the purpose of talking about this, uh, I couldn't be happier for him because I do think a tight end and a blue chip tight end can yeah. be, it's a, it can be a big, big deal. And I think it's exciting. Like mm-hmm. selfishly, I'm excited to see him, you know, it's like, okay, we haven't had a, a great tight end since Jason Winton, you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, truly, let's see, let's see how it opens up the middle of the field, especially, you know, if you've got, if you've got a, a a defensive coordinator who's sitting here worrying about a speed demon in this slot on this side, and you, you got a six four two thirty freak on this side, you you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, are you worried about getting beat off the top? Are you worried about a slot shot? Are you worried about Jonathan Eckles cross? You know, coming on yeah. a on a climb route across the middle. So it's like, I just think it's weapons, and like you said, the Princeton fan, like he can do multiple things. I mean, we've seen that Hypo will allow people to do that. Would you watch his film though? Obviously, would it? What I mean, just for yes, I, like I watched his film. I thought his route running is okay. It's not like the best I've ever seen. Which is like he's new to being a full time tight end. It's not. It hasn't been like what he's concentrated on his whole life. So, you know, route running is okay, but he uses his body well, boxes out well, like makes himself big when he needs to be. Um, has decent hands, you know, obviously once, you know, you're able to maybe watch a full camp or like a full practice and you can really see like, does he have those hands? Uh, and then, you know, still the same blocker, still trying to put dudes in the dirt. Uh, I hope that every tight end in the world gets motivation from, uh, uh, George Kittle because, it is like his blocking is next level and I freaking love it. And I think that's how all tight ends should approach blocking. And it looks like he has, it looks like that's, he takes pride in his blocking. He takes pride in dumping dude. So I love that again. Um, But his, he still does have a, a high ceiling at tight end. I don't think he's gotten to take advantage of that at IMG. Doesn't seem like it very much. Um, but Heupel's offense, it's like, show me something and I, I will get you, I will make sure that you're able to show your talents off. Right. You right. know, and I, and, and I think also he is a guy who can grow so much over this next senior year. And when he gets here, because he's been dependent on his athleticism for a while, he's been a freak. Like it seems like a good amount of his life, and it's like sophomore year, he was a freak. He was beating everybody up, and it really was him just being a freak. Like we talked about last week, it was like, you know, are you smart and a freak? Are you just a freak? Are you just smart? And like trying to, and do you have both? Like I think he is transitioning into having smarts and into understanding the game more. Where before it was like, I'm a freak. I'm gonna do whatever I want out here. I I see I when I watched him I didn't feel like it was just freak athlete taking over because he's just that much more athletic like I felt like he played football like the right way I mean some of the angles yeah, I, some of the angles some of the edges I mean I didn't I didn't think it was just oh he's just a freak athlete out there like but I did like, feel like on defense there was some like here's a little freelance like he kind of stopped like didn't rush on that play and then it was just like I'm gonna kind of figure this out and then athletic ability. I thought there was like times on offense when he was running the ball where it was like, 
this is a fucking like this is an athlete. Like this isn't like offensive right. line did a great job. He read the blocks perfectly. Like he was just like, I'm going. I'm sticking my foot in the dirt. Like I'm making plays on my own. That's how it felt. I'm making plays on my own. So that makes it to where it's like it's not a, hey, I'm working inside the scheme. Hey, I'm understanding exactly what's going. On. It's like no, no, no. I'm just gonna make a play. I'm gonna see ball, hit ball, and I felt like that was kind of what he was pushed into. That had nothing to do with him. It was just kind of like, hey, we need you to be like that on this team. And now he's getting the opportunity to actually learn. So it makes it to where in my head, I'm like, God, like how much growth can he have? It's exponential now because now he's just getting smarter. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. And by the way, Heard County, Heard County Braves in uh, Franklin, Georgia, they were six and six. So chill yourself. And we don't even know what. And they were second. They were two and one in region, second in AD1 region four. I have no idea what that means. That could be Chinese to me, but they're not horrendous, horrendous. So, well, yeah, okay. They're not horrendous, horrendous, but you're just out here. You saw that highlight tape, and that's they got six wins out of that highlight tape. All right. Well, overall, to to, to put a bow on this one, I mean, you sound a little, this sounds a little negative, but I get where you're coming from, but I couldn't be more excited because. This is a position of if he, if if I can't watch a film and it's not a defensive tackle, a defensive end, or uh, or like a left tackle quarterback, you know, or corner, you know, one of those, you know, then I think it's neat. You know, I I'll say it this way: I'd rather be watching about a blue chip tight end than maybe a blue chip receiver because I feel like Heupel doesn't necessarily have to have a blue chip receiver. It would be fun to mm-hmm. have. But like a guy like this rolling, roaming the middle of the field, like I said, oh, hello, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Yeah, I think any kind of offensive weapon that we can add is just icing on the cake. I love it. Yeah. So. All right, great, Paul. Yes, sir. All right, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you are watching, please. Like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a comment. If you're just listening, rate and review, download, re-download, and follow us on all those platforms. Also follow us on social media at Pancakes and Bacon for our main account on Twitter, at rbacon26 for read, at Kyle Kerberson on all social medias for myself. Also, go to rti.com. It's going to have everything you need about every Tennessee program, uh, letting you know ins and outs of the spring games, ins and outs of baseball, softball, basketball. It has all the information. So go ahead and head on over there. Um, but appreciate you guys so much. You're the best, best fans in the world. Um, and as always, go Vols. Go Vols.